I'm never going to trust someone else's green light over my own green light. And I don't think you should as well. It's like these things, whether it's gene keys or astrology or, you know, uh, oracle reading or a tarot card. These things are just something that can resonate and affirm with you. Get ready to receive your miracle. Whether you desire a miracle in your finances, relationships, or purpose, you'll find guidance here. Miracle Minded is designed to move you out of your head and into the realm of faith, manifestation, and miracles. These conversations will inspire you to move beyond limitation and into alignment with your highest and infinite self. I'm your host, Nicole Sylvester, best-selling author, spiritual coach, and modern miracle worker. But it wasn't always this way. My path was one of violent abuse, addiction, and mental health diagnosis. Terrified of spending my life that way, I turned within and surrendered to miracles. My struggle as a single mama on welfare to building a half a million dollar business, living and thriving in my purpose. Now I'm here to support you in sparking miracles in your life. Are you ready? Let's get started. We're about to go on a personal journey together. I'm going to share about how my intuition led me to Texas, but it's not all about me. I want you to know that I recorded this podcast with some moments of asking you, have you ever felt this way? Do you feel this now? I want you to deepen your relationship and communion with your intuition. You are being guided 24-7, no doubt. I'm not special, neither are you. We are all humans here connected to Christ consciousness, infinite intelligence. It's happening, it's here, it's now. What's different is how deeply we're willing to listen and surrender to it. How willing are we to move? How willing are we to have that courage and make the action and and do the things? So we're gonna go deep into that. Now before we do, I want to call attention to something you may be seeing on my Instagram stories. We've been sharing the wins that are happening in the Miracle Worker Method, my spiritual coach training. This program, it's a life changer, it's an income changer, it's an impact changer, and it's a very beautiful journey. So in the show notes, I have a waiting list that I've started because... I'm opening this up again for an intimate group for those of you that want to advance your skills, your capacity to serve, your capacity to hold space, and the modalities that you're able to deliver breakthroughs and transformation. And not only that, to help people remember who they really are and what they're made of. But guess what? You're going to go on the journey first. So before we even do that, I want you to know that this journey is about to happen and the people on the wait list are going to get first invite. They're going to get first invite and I have to tell you by the women that are in this program right now, we are in week six right now. So it's a 10 week program. They are already experiencing beautiful, profound shifts. This is for a new paradigm of life coach, a new paradigm of spiritual life coach. So you may be life coaching already. You may be a yoga teacher. You may be a leader for an MLM brand. There's so many things that you may be up to, but you know that you're meant to do more and that there's more impact to be made. There's a deeper way that you can facilitate and you want to make more money. And it's okay to be unapologetic with me about that because that's what I'm about. I'm about you thriving, your clients thriving, and all of women on this planet beginning to thrive in ways that we've never thrived before. So put your name on the wait list and stay tuned because we have some magic coming your way. And in the meantime, I am just wanting you to enjoy this episode, receive it, let it speak to you, let it talk to you in ways that your subconscious understands so that all of those nudges that are just bubbling up on the surface of your consciousness become more clear, more loud, and more profound for you so you can take your next steps and listen to your intuition and wherever it's guiding you.
What's going on, my friends? I am so excited to sit down with you today and share this episode that has been requested. I'm getting DMs. I'm having people request also on the Ask Nicole session that I talk about following your intuition. And today I talk about that. Following your intuition, even when it leads you to places like Texas. Now, You may be a Texas native, so that doesn't sound so crazy for you. But for me, moving to Texas was never in my cards. Like, as far as I know, like that would have sounded like the most absurd left field kind of thing. Like, yeah, right. Not me. Not ever. Not happening. However, here I am living in Austin, Texas. And... It doesn't really even make sense to me in some ways because it wasn't a goal. It wasn't a dream. Yet there was this undeniable pull that was nagging me and annoying me. And finally, I just decided to surrender to it and see what's up. So I want to talk about that. And I want to talk about how to learn and deepen into trusting your intuition The first thing I have to say about that is if you're going to trust your intuition and live this heart-led life, an open heart, open mind, surrendered, wild life, right? Like it's, it's pretty wild. You know, a lot of the work that I do with women is helping them return to their wild. And it may not look like that when you see my Instagram or when you look at some of the things I put out into the world, but for those women that are in my programs, they know this deeply, that we are returning to this profound and wild state where we let go. We let go. We let ourselves feel. We break free from the boxes and the person that we were supposed to be or we think we should be. We let ourselves cry. We let ourselves feel bliss. We let ourselves feel rage. We let ourselves feel anger. We let ourselves feel grief. We let ourselves feel ecstasy and creativity and passion and unconditional love. We let ourselves feel the full extreme and full spectrum of being a human, being a woman, being wild, being returning to the state of just allowing yourself to be and accepting it. Part of that is what it means to live an intuitive life. You let go of the logic. You let it be a feeling journey. And notice what your body says. Notice what your heart says. Notice what your pussy says. If you're listening to Mama Gina right? Noticing what your head says, last, like only tuning into the head when you need to strategize, when you need to figure the things out that need a head to figure it out. But your heart is going to lead you to the places that you really want to go. And for my ladies who are coaches, guides, healers, modern medicine women, or truly desire to be and know that you're here at this time and place to answer the call, to show up, to serve, to help heal, to activate awakenings, then I want you to stay tuned for my Miracle Worker Method opening back up because these women are going on a deep journey into themselves so that they can facilitate greater breakthroughs, activations, awakenings, healings, for their clients, for themselves. And we are going deep into body wisdom, into different modes of meditation. We are going into various forms of breath work. We're going on inner journeys to work with parents. We're working with reparenting ourselves so that you can help your clients reparent themselves. We're doing so much around divine identity and understanding that you are perfect, whole, and complete. So, If this speaks to you, then definitely join us. And I just wanted to put that out there before I get into the session because as you listen to my journey, I want you to know that this has taken me years 
to be able to learn and discern what is true for me versus what I have been taught is true for me, right? So I don't want you to get upset with yourself like, oh my gosh, my intuition isn't giving me right guidance yet or I don't have crystal clear information yet. Relax. There's a process of coming home to the body, coming home to the heart because we have been domesticated to listen to our mind. We've been domesticated to listen to what society says is right for us what it means to be a good girl, what it means to be a good wife, to be a good mother, to be a good employee, to be responsible, be financially responsible, to take care of yourself, to have a good retirement. The list goes on. But I'm inviting you to deepen into your true responsibility, which is being responsible for your potential. Being responsible for your potential and being responsible for what you've been called to do here on this planet in this lifetime. There's so much. There's so much. It's literally magical. It's profound. It will shock you and shake you if you could only see what is possible for you. But there's two things at play. I mean, there's so many things at play, but let's talk about two of them. There's Divine timing, which is like life's way of unfolding. And this is where your intuition comes into play, where your intuition will nudge you when it's time for you. Your intuition will give you that push, the pull, when it's time for you to move on, to move away, to feel into something, to explore something. But then there's the will. You get to decide free will if you will honor what you're feeling called to explore Or if you'll deny it, ignore it, pretend you don't feel it, feel like that pulling, that calling is inconvenient, doesn't make sense for you. And this is the dance. This is the dance. So for me personally, let's go back to April. April, I decided like I had this nudging that I wanted more green space. If you remember April, we were here in the States. We were like right into the like harshness of like COVID quarantine. Um, We were right past the stage where pasta and frozen foods were no longer on the shelf or excuse me, not frozen foods. It was like pasta, spaghetti sauce, toilet paper. I mean, it was an intense time. And with these intense times, I was living right in Venice Beach California, Los Angeles, if you're not familiar. It's a beautiful yet intense place. There's a lot of energy. I love it because of the energy, the creativity, the coffee shops, the you know art, the eclecticness, the culture that is that area of Venice Beach. However, I started to get more and more sensitive and I had just gotten back from being in India and Bali. I was away for three weeks in January. And upon returning to LA, I just knew that I was being called to move to something that was more spacious, more green. And I didn't want to go far away. Like, I don't know, like, even though I dreamed of these green spaces, I thought I just moved back to LA a year ago from Philadelphia area. I'm not going to go far. I'm going to go a little bit south. So I went to Newport Beach in California. Now, Newport Beach is an hour south of Los Angeles. It's gorgeous there. You know, I was spending most of my days, obviously, where I live in Newport Bluffs. But then also, I was going to Laguna Beach all the time. And it's paradise. It's stunning. And I had this inner conflict because while it was beautiful and my place was gorgeous and we lived in a very luxurious community, it was like a Forbes travel community. I mean, it was plush and concierge and all the things I thought I wanted. And yet I kept being called to go on the Zillow and searching up properties. And by probably June, two months after... I moved to Newport Beach to get more space, to have more calm energy. 
I just kept being called to Zillow and I found myself sitting on my sofa in between client sessions, in between creative calls, in between everything, just Zillowing, Zillowing, Zillowing. (laughs) If you don't know what Zillow is, it's a real estate like search tool. So I'm looking at houses and I'm looking in Colorado and I'm looking in like Carlsbad, San Diego County of more Southern California. And then I started looking in Austin. Now, I never thought that I would move to Texas. It's just not my vibe, as I mentioned. However, when looking at all the places, there was something like fun, funky, cool, interesting about Austin when I would look at the properties and I would notice how some of the homes had decor and like when I would look up Austin on Instagram, I would see different, you know, streets, graffiti, or I should say art murals, um, you know, different coffee shops, restaurants, the vibe felt like something familiar, something I could totally vibe with. And it reminded me of some stuff in LA that I liked. Yet still, I had these moments with myself where I would just like close the Zillow, shut the laptop and just be like, fucking stop it. We just moved. We're not moving. This is me talking to myself as we. (laughs) I'm like, we're not moving. We just did this. Like, this is crazy. This doesn't make any sense. Nope, no, no. So for any of those of you that are familiar with Gene Keys, the Gene Key, like wisdoms, readings, in my Gene Keys chart, I have one of the keys, which is... um, unease is the shadow and the gift is intuition so I was feeling this this feeling and I kept thinking it's that unease it's that key it's that shadow (laughs) I just have this feeling of unease and we're in quarantine and I'm not getting to travel like I used to I'm not getting to go out like I used to I must be just feeling this like "Ah, I want to break free I want to be wild again and I ignored it And let me tell you, this feeling kept coming back. So this is one of the first things I want to point out. When something is truly an intuitive hit, a guidance, a for you thing, it's not just a one-off nudge. Like, of course, you could have a very clear nudge, like something is for you. Go try this. Go do that. And it's like... You feel it. It's just the urge, a strong surge of energy, guidance, wisdom, and you just know, so you act instantly. For some of these things like moving 1,500 miles away or something, you know, there might be some, you got to feel, you, you really need to have more signs or information. Sometimes you don't. You know, like when I moved to Las Vegas when I was 22, I just had a feeling like, all right, I'm in, I'm moving. And if you read my book, you realize how unplanned and crazy and chaotic and insane yet how perfect it was for me because that was my soul's journey. I was meant to meet my daughter's father, have all of these painful, excruciating events, have my daughter and then move to LA and and have my healing journey so I could be here now as the teacher and guide I am. So everything goes you know, goes and unfolds and continues to unfold. There's always a next level and an evolution. So now here I am back in my place in Newport Beach. And what do you know? I keep getting this freaky nudge. I keep wanting to look on Zillow. I keep thinking about houses. And then I try to rationalize it and like get do my like logical thinking, which I don't like to do often, but I was trying to be logical. So I would do things like, let me just look up homes in Rancho Santa Margarita. Let me just look at homes in Carlsbad. So then I only have to move an hour away or 30 minutes away. And I still have all my friends. I still have all of my life that I get to keep secure and safe. I don't have to let go of anything. But nothing spoke to me. So finally, one Sunday, literally at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, I said, Chanel, I have nothing on my schedule this week on purpose because I want to unwind let's just drive to Austin and I was like damn do I really want to drive my car if you guys have been following I just got my Mercedes it's leased so it's my first lease so I was like do I really want to drive it like should I and then I was like no 
yes, I do. Because I want to take the dogs. Like, let's make it an adventure. Let's stretch this trip out. And like, just go along for the journey. So we did. By five o'clock, we were on the road. (laughs) We went off and we stayed in Tucson, Arizona. We drove to Austin. We stayed here for four or five days. And while in Austin, right away, Chanel was like, I want to move. Like, I want to move now. And she was bummed that I wouldn't make my decision. But I was still feeling out this intuitive thing because I was just like, you know, moving is going to be a pain in the ass. Is this real? (laughs) Do I really want to move? So, you know, I thought Austin was cute. Like, we had such a great time. I thought it was super cute. It was hot as hell because it was first week of August. And, you know, it wasn't as hot as, like, Arizona where we stayed, but it was hot and humid. Tropical feeling. So we found a house and finally I wanted to give it like until our drive home. Like I just wanted to feel it out. I wanted to make sure it wasn't my, the shadow that, that runs some of the show sometimes, that unease shadow. I wanted to make sure it was my intuition. <laughs> so I get home to California. It felt good to be back in our place. Our place is gorgeous. But the next morning I woke up and I thought, wouldn't it be nice to just wake up and have that green backyard? So I called up my realtor and applied for the place. And guess what? The family took the home off the market to rent to a family member. So instantly, I thought what a lot of you may think, it must not be for me. That's a sign. It's not for me. I'm just going to pause this whole thing. So we were both kind of bummed because the house was gorgeous and I love the house, but it just wasn't for us. So I trusted that. Now that's another thing with your intuition. Trust the signs and signals as they come up. Not every sign is a yes or no. Sometimes it's a pause. Wait, there's something better coming up for you. So I waited. I paused. I told my realtor, you know what? I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to take this as a sign. And I just chilled out. That was in mid-August. And I just told myself, I'm just going to ride out my lease. My lease is not ending in Newport Beach until October of 2021. So I was just like, meh, I'm just going to wait. Went back to life, went back to work, was getting planning on Harmonious Hustle and all the things. I put the pause on Austin, but again, it kept coming back. Look up houses, look up houses with yards, look up all of the nature vibes. And I was just like, oh my God, this is obviously for me. So then I call in my astrologer. If you guys know my astrologer, Danielle Mercurio, who was on a previous session, I thought, you know what? Because this keeps coming up for me, let me cross check it with her. Is this a good area for my astro mapping, for my soul's purpose? So she did the whole thing with me. And yes, she was like, Austin is a very nurturing place. It's on your soul's purpose line. I don't even remember what she said. But basically, I got the thumbs up, the green light. And I was like, all right, well, this is matching my green light. I'm never going to trust someone else's green light over my own green light. And I don't think you should as well. It's like these things, whether it's gene keys or astrology or, you know, uh, Oracle reading or a tarot card. These things are just something that can resonate and affirm with you. Nothing is going to just make me do something that doesn't feel good to me ever. That's just how I, I roll. So we get the green light and then I'm back in the game. I'm like, all right, let me look up places. I apply for another place and I didn't get it. And this doesn't make any freaking sense to me. I'm like, how am I not getting it? This price of this place is like half of what I pay in California. And my income is like ridiculous compared to what's required to move in. Why am I not getting it? And I was like, all right, maybe it's because I'm from California. Like, what is this? So then again, I'm like, what does the universe want from me? (laughs) What am I supposed to do here? I'm getting mixed signals. So finally, finally, I go out and in this moment of feeling like, what the F is happening? I'm getting mixed signals, yet I feel a very strong pull. What am I to do? I realized I was connected to an outcome. My ego was driving me and that like my body was getting frustrated. My mind was getting frustrated. And I just realized like this is just not the way I need to handle this. I had Harmonious Hustle coming up. I was midway launching the Miracle Worker Method for the first time. I was going to Mexico in a week. 
So all of this stuff was coming up. So I finally just decided to pray on it. And when I went out, I went out to my patio and I prayed under the moon. I just looked at the moon and I was looking at the sky and I just prayed and I said, I'm ready. I'm willing to surrender to whatever this nudge is, to whatever this pool is. I let go of my life here in Newport Beach. I let go of my identity here in California and I'm ready to receive whatever it is waiting for me on the other side of these nudges. And in that moment of letting go and praying and surrendering, I saw what was in my way. I saw why I was having this like resistance and why things weren't working out for me, even though I felt like I wanted it. I wasn't all the way in. I wasn't all the way decided. And when I prayed, like really quickly after I prayed, maybe within minutes, I ended up seeing and recognizing that the resistance was that it's so beautiful in Newport Beach. It's so beautiful in Newport Beach. It's so beautiful in California. And I love California. So there was this inner conflict of wanting to move and having a desire to move even while I loved California. Usually I move somewhere because I'm like, I hate this. This is gross. I'm over it. I feel stuck. I feel like, bleh, I want to move now. And I didn't feel like that about California. It was a different kind of feeling. So in that moment, I saw that. And I also connected to something a bit deeper, which was just the personal truth for me. So anybody living out there that is Orange County, Newport Beach, this does not have to be your truth. But for me... I felt as beautiful as that area was for me, I didn't connect to the depth and I wasn't feeling a deep resonance to it. So I said this to my friends and I just feel like it feels true for me (laughs) that living in Newport Beach was so beautiful that I felt like dating a very hot, well-dressed man, but I just couldn't have deep intimacy with because there was no depth no depth and vulnerability in the conversation. (laughs) So once I recognized that, I just surrendered it. And guess what? I think it was the next day that I ended up getting approved for a place. And that was it. I was moving in 10 days. Boom. Fast. It was happening. And from that point, I just surrendered. Come what may, this is the journey I'm going on. I feel called. There's gifts on the other side. But While I say it didn't make sense, there were some deep callings that were happening for me all year long, even when I look back to um, January. Back in January, when I went on my retreat in India, and then I went on, um, I led a retreat and had some personal retreat time in Bali back to back, that the theme that kept coming up for me was nourishing, deep self-love, deep slowing down. Now, this doesn't mean I'm going to abandon my business because that's just not how I roll. I love doing what I do. I am here to make massive impact. I'm here to deliver my gifts. But we can do that and self-nourish in a very deep way. What I had to do is begin to run my life and business from a true CEO perspective and really to be a business owner versus a business operator. So a business operator is someone that is working every part of their business or working all the parts of their business. And I'm so blessed because my team does so much for me that I don't have to really do much. Like, you know, I create, I serve, I show up, I love all my people. I think about them, my clients, my, the people in my programs. My, my intention is to make sure that they have their breakthroughs. They get what they paid for. They get what they came for. That they go out into the world and spread their gifts far and wide and make money so that they can also self-nourish. And this is something that is happening for all of women on this planet right now. We're being called into the space of self-nourishing, of awakening, of remembering that we're not here to burn our adrenals out. We're not here to not have time with the people we love or not have time to enjoy our life. We are here to enjoy, to have pleasure, to have all of the things that feel really good, to have our home be a sanctuary, to have our circle feel amazing, to be able to be our fullest and best expressions. In order to do that, we must be willing to honor the nudges. We must be willing to honor the nudges. So your intuition is guiding you to harmony. So I had to make peace with mine, 
even though there was a dance with this decision, right? There was a dance with the decision. So you may have this coming up for you where it's like, you know, a relationship. You keep getting the nudge. You keep getting the nudge that there's something else or something doesn't feel right or not feeling seen the way I need to feel seen. And there's going to be a process of dancing that you have with it. And when I say process of dancing, you have conversations with your partner. You have conversations with yourself. You get super freaking honest. You start to feel things out. You start to explore. Maybe you take a break. Maybe you, you know, take yourself on a retreat and go soul searching. There's things that are here. Maybe you get support. You hire a coach, a therapist, somebody. Like, you don't want to ignore the call. Because I could say, well, I didn't want to move because... If I moved, I leave California, which was great. But see, here's what I know, that the big blocker of an exceptional, phenomenal life is the good life, the mediocre life, the it's okay life. And if I would look back to where I was living and how I was feeling and all the things in in uh, Newport Beach, it was good, you know, it was good. There no major complaints. But deep down, I just knew something was off. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you move to something that's more expensive or that's in a wealthier zip code, unless that's where your intuition is guiding you. And for me, I also had to make peace with that because I was like, isn't this like life goals? Moving to where things cost more, (laughs) doing all these things. And so Texas, it's not that, but there's something else that's here for me. So interestingly enough... I get here and as soon as I get here, I know that I'm here on a healing journey. I just don't know everything that that entails, but I get here and instantly my body in Austin waking up the first morning felt more spacious. There's no seven lane freeways here. Like you go outside, even in downtown, it's not as crazy chaotic. Um, When I go out and just drive around, go to stores and things like that. It's just a different vibe. People, there's a different energy. There's a different vibration here. And it's not to say that something is better or worse or good or bad. It's just that there's certain seasons in your life that you're going to be in resonance with certain things and it's meant for you. And that's what we need to understand. We are not meant to do certain things forever. So I came here with an open heart and rather than saying, I'm moving to Austin for life, which could be the case, who knows? I didn't know I was going to move here seven months ago. I came here, I signed a lease with the intention of exploring this intuitive nudge. And I want you to to understand that difference. Other people have really stopped even judging my stuff, at least publicly or to my face, because I don't go for it. But, you know, I'm just one of those people that I'm not available for anyone else's opinion over my intuitive pools. So I'm exploring. I'm willing to explore. As I said, I got here and I instantly felt that shift. Now, a few days after we arrived, we moved in, we signed the lease and checked out the place that I actually got approved for while I was in California. And when I got there, it is so cute. It's gorgeous neighborhood because it's all country and it's about 15 minutes from downtown and there's cows and goats and I love cows. Cows are like my spirit animal. So I'm like, this is my place, yes. And then I get to my particular apartment and I go out to my patio, which was massive and gorgeous and facing this farm and I loved it. But there's this massive tower and I was like, please don't tell me this is a 5G tower. <laughs> like I do not have the time and space for this right now. So the movers are already scheduled. They're already there. They're moving things in. We're like on, an, on clockwork right now. We're on a schedule. Shit is happening. And as they're moving in, I'm like, oh, it's just a tower. It's probably not that. You know, we're in the middle of the country. It's fine. And that night, we get back. We go out to dinner to celebrate, and we get back. And as we get back to our place, all I see, it's dark. And all I see is this damn massive tower. And as red flashing lights, I'm like, this fucking thing is close. And Chanel and I are both like, it's ugly. It's kind of scary. It's weird. My body is like not vibing with it. So I go on a researching spree, find out it's a 5G tower. There's like multiple cell tower, like situations connected to it. 
And I research even more and I find out it's only a third of a mile away. I research even more and I find out all the dangers of living within a half a mile of a tower. And um, it's just crazy. And I just want to let you all know that looking up this information on government websites are not where you get the information (laughs) that you need to find. What you need to look up is people that are living nearby, um, independent medical studies and things like that. So doing all that research, I just checked in with myself and I checked in with one of my friends and I thought, all right, I'm exhausted. Physically, I'm exhausted. We just moved. I just did Harmonious Hustle. I just had the most successful month. You know, I hit my first $100,000 month and I'm fucking exhausted. I need to take some integration time. Now I was already at that point, but then I realized that there's this tower. So here's another moment of me checking in with my intuition and really choosing what feels good and what is healthy and what is beneficial and harmonizing over convenience. Okay. So I checked in and I asked myself, if I stay here for the nine months that my lease is signed for, will I feel at peace with this tower? The answer was no. I checked in. Can I live here and, you know, let go of this idea that the tower's here and I can buy some EMF protection and get like this little Tesla cube, this blue shield stuff, which is like a $600 thing. You know, I just sit it in my house, but that still seems weird. There's still effects from these things. So I just realized that no, I would not feel good. And the only reason I would be staying was because of convenience. So I was, that was short-term convenience for long-term out of alignment. I realized in that moment just how willing I am to choose short-term inconvenience for long-term harmony. And that's important because a lot of people are living in a way where they're choosing. They don't want to go through short-term inconvenience for long-term alignment, harmony, better results, more abundance, better love, more joy. So they keep doing the familiar They don't want to take the leap, whether it's from a job to start the business, to leave the relationship. They don't want to deal with that little inconvenience. So they deny the the impulse, the pull, the intuition. So that was really cool for me to be with that with myself, just to learn that even more about myself. So I wrote an email. There were a few email exchanges, but I got out of that lease. They did keep my money for the month. They kept my security deposit. And you know what? I had to make peace with that. Because again, I was choosing that this money will be replenished many times and my health will be restored in many ways because I'm choosing to get the hell away from this thing. (laughs) And at that point, I was living at a hotel and we were back to square one with our search. So I asked for support. Not only did I pray for support, I trusted in the support. I knew it was coming. I knew there was some sort of upgrade. That's what I decided. In the moments of feeling fucking exhausted, knowing that I had to hire the movers again to now move my stuff out of my apartment and now into a new home or apartment, whatever I would find, I had to keep reminding myself that there's a reason this is happening. It's happening for me. There must be some sort of upgrade that's unfolding, obviously. So we went back to the hotel. We're relaxing, living life called the realtor. We were back in action and it took three days, but in three days I was signing the lease to my new place. And my new place has a beautiful view of a nature. If you saw my Instagram, you saw that there was a freaking coyote out back one afternoon. There's all these little baby frogs. Like sure. There's a lot of things I don't want to be that close to back there, but there's nature, but also hello. The upgrade is that there is a view of downtown and I am 15 minutes from downtown. So the thing I really like about the view of downtown is because I love the energy of having a city nearby that while I do crave and desire the nature, when I see downtown over there, I'm like, okay, there's some restaurants. Okay, there's some things over there. I'm not that far from things. So it's a great place of transitioning into getting more comfortable and being in more green spaces. Now I want to ask you, What is showing up in your life? Where are you being guided to listen? And where are you feeling called to take action or make a move, but 
there's going to be some short-term inconvenience, whether there's loss, sadness, frustration, uh, tightness of money, or at least that's what you expect. Uh, Maybe you feel like you're going to be physically tired. You're going to have less time for something. Is there something that you're being called to give some short-term inconvenience to in order to have a greater level of harmony and alignment in the long term? Just explore that for yourself. Now, let's talk about something else. In talking about some of the amazing things that happened last month, you know, there was Harmonious Hustle, and I had my first $100,000 month. I shared that online. I had 103600 I think, that I made in sales for a four-week period of time. And you know what's funny is I did not freaking plan for it. Now, of course, I will always like to have a $100,000 a month. There are times in my business that... I thought this is it. This is the program. This is the launch. This is the time. I mean, there were times where I invested in certain, you know, uh, sales pages, things to look prettier, times where I invested in Facebook ads. There are times where I put more money out and I thought putting more money, putting more hard work, putting more time is the key. Going to make the $100,000 a month because I've been trying for $100,000 a month since I had my first $25,000 a month. <laughs> so it's been something that's been on my mind. I thought that going to certain masterminds will be what would give it up to me. But the funny thing is, and again, there's the will and there's divine timing, is that this month came, this milestone came at the same milestone of my five-year in business mark, right? So I've been working at it for a while. But it also came at a time where I was financially downsizing and felt like I have more than enough money. Like I have so much money. I'm good. Like all is well. My bills are going down. Like I have payments coming in from things. I'm straight. Isn't it funny that when I felt that way, that's when the breakthrough month came. It's funny, but that's when the shit happens. And we know this because we know that when you're not attached to the outcome and when you're in joy and when you're focused on feeling good and when you're in the you know the vibration of I'm going to change lives and this is going to be amazing and I love what I'm doing that's when you're more attuned to abundance so I just thought it was so cool because I wasn't planning on it I wasn't watching for it it literally took me by surprise a bit I had just done Harmonious Hustle Weekend, which was so much freaking fun, by the way. If you did not do Harmonious Hustle with us, I really uh, hope that you do come next year because, wow, it was fucking awesome. And this year we'll likely have it here in Austin, and I can't wait till we can do those things again. But that was amazing. And I was just focused on that being fun. I didn't even want to do a virtual event. But when I got into the mode of delivering for the women that already bought their tickets, I was like, you know what? We're going to do this event and it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. The women are going to feel the energy and the love and the collaboration and the sisterhood that's happening in my living room where we live stream from. And I just want these women to have a life-changing weekend. And we did. It was profound. It was a profound weekend. And then so many women signed up for Money Miracles but then a lot of women signed up for the Miracle Worker Method, even though enrollment closed. I let them jump in. And, you know, with the other payments that were coming in from other things, I was like, oh, my God, you know what? We're at 73000 Well, where? Me, myself, and my business. <laughs> I'm like, we're at $73,000. Okay. Like, $100,000 a month is a possibility right now. So I did the math of, like, okay, what do I need to do? Do I need to sell, like, X amount of programs? Like, what needs to happen? So I just... Again, let it go. Like, cool. I already, $73,000 a month. I wasn't even trying. Like, I'm moving. Like, all is well. This is great. Let's let's keep going. And I let go of the outcome. And of course, I hit it. So it was really fun. And I'm not in the space of like, now I need to have another $100,000 a month this month. I used to be like that. Now, I'm, I'm literally like, you know what? Life is keeps, it keeps getting better. It keeps getting better and it keeps getting better the more that I focus on feeling good, the more that I focus on joy, focus on love, opening my heart, opening up all my chakras and saying yes with the dollar sign as the the S. You guys know how I do that, right? So it's like 
it's happening. It's inevitable. It's all going to be good. And this weekend, Chanel and I are going down to Florida for Joe Spenza's seven-day retreat. Now, Chanel does not want to go to the retreat. Um, she just does not have the interest in being in 10 day, 10 hour day, 12 hour day meditations and activations with like the wizard that is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I do. So we're headed down and, um, you know, it's just, all of this is such a blessing, but I share all of this, not to brag about my life, but to inspire you for your life. I want to inspire you to let you know that your life is up to you. And that can feel frustrating sometimes because you may be like, I'm working on my life, but the things aren't happening yet. And ah, I'm pissed. That used to be me. And then I finally realized like it's not serving anyone, especially not me, by being in this space. I want to let go. I want to enjoy the journey. These goals, these arbitrary numbers, these things that I think if I hit it, I'll be more successful. I'll be more worthy. I'll be more accomplished. They're cool. And I'll check them when I check them. But for right now, I want to make sure that when I touch people's lives, that they don't forget it, that it impacts them in ways that I can't even quantify. And that I begin to know myself and love myself in ways that I will be so grateful that I learned to do. And I want that to overflow into the lives of everybody that meets me. And even saying that just opens my, my heart so much. And I deserve that and you deserve that. So this is your invitation to trust that nudge and find the courage to have the faith to say yes and to try the things out. Be okay with getting it wrong. You're going to perceive things as quote unquote fuck ups, but guess what? You cannot mess this up because It's about the journey. It's about the journey and it's about you gaining wisdom in the journey. It's about you understanding how deeply you move into self-discovery when you get out of your everyday predictable patterns. So do the things. Take the breaks from your work. Take the breaks from the relationship that does not feel good. You know, and start the things that feel good. Give yourself more time. Give yourself more space. What are you needing in this moment? Don't be afraid of where you're being guided because if God is guiding you to it, God will guide you through it. Surrender. Be in the come what may energy. And another thing I just want to point out is to begin to live this way means that you have to get better at your boundaries. So having the boundary around other people's opinion, having the boundary around other people's needs from you, The only people you're responsible is for yourself and your children that are under 18. That's it. Everyone else, it's a given. It's an exchange, right? The people are pouring into your life and you're pouring into their life. Same thing with clients. Clients pour their money into your life and you pour into their life. There's always an exchange that's happening. But what happens for a lot of women is we can take on responsibilities that are actually not our responsibilities. And we begin to twist and turn and self-abandon and we forget that we're here to manage and maintain our legacy and our potential so that we can fully unleash what we're meant to unleash in this lifetime. So I want to know what is it that's calling you in and did this help you? Has this helped you in any way, shape, or form? Has it inspired you? Are you being called to move? There's so many people that are being called to move. We're being called to reimagine life from career to lifestyle. And that's okay. Give yourself permission to reimagine, even if it's really radical. Because guess what? Miracles are radical. They make no sense. So stop trying to make sense of the miracles that are unfolding in your life and begin to have reverence and curiosity and courage and trust and get yourself around some women, men, mentors and, you know, environments that support this wild, that support your curiosity. Because let me tell you, there's a whole gang of us that are living this way. And you know what? It's liberating. And not only that, it is our connection to our truest abundance and creativity. And you are invited, my friend. So I'm sending you so much love. 
if you know someone that is on the verge of a great change in any area of their life and someone that is looking at deepening their connection to self, trusting themselves more, trusting what they feel more, trusting what they sense more, please send them this episode. You could change so much for someone by just simply sharing this episode with them. You never know what that can do for someone. And you know what I know because people have sent me episodes of podcasts and YouTube videos that have greatly changed my trajectory of my life. Even this weekend, I listened to a podcast episode that changed the way I felt about caffeine, teas, and all the things. It was a medical medium one, by the way. And I just started detoxing. I started cleansing all sorts of stuff. And I went through went through a heart patch, that short-term inconvenience for that long-term har- harmony. But you know what? My body's worth it. I'm worth it. And the things that I'm going to create through a higher energy and expanded energy are worth it. Final thing, I need to share and shout out one of my podcast ratings and reviewers. I would just want to say thank you. And this particular one is from someone that calls themselves Claudizzle. So she left five stars. She says, stepping up and stepping out. Great podcast to really move from the constant chaos in your head and start living in your heart. Takes courage to follow through with your heart and connecting with your true self. Fear holds you back from the blessings we deserve. Nicole does an amazing job at reminding us we are supported and loved. And if we have passion, we have to follow through. Yes. You know what's so interesting is how much does that go along with today's message? And I just randomly pulled up iTunes and and read that uh, review. But I want to invite you now because this means so much to me. And if this podcast speaks to you in any way, shape, or form, I would love to have your rating and review. And I'm going to shout you out and give you a thank you. And you never know, you may be on the next episode. So I'm sending you so much love. Go out and make miracles, my friends. Blessings until next time. All right, Miracle Worker, I am so excited that we got to spend this time together. And beyond that, I'm grateful. It's a privilege to have you here with me. And I want to remind you that you are a miracle and you have direct access to infinite intelligence and you can open up to a radical, unbelievable, supernatural transformation in your life and business. Just that thought in itself can take hold in your subconscious and create beautiful change. And that's exactly why I'm challenging you to share this with someone you love today. You never know how one podcast, one message, one video can change the trajectory of someone else's life. And you get to have that kind of momentum in the universe. So take a moment and forward this on to someone you love. And if you feel really excited about it, share it with your Facebook, share it with your Instagram, share it with people and get them to listen as well. Know that the universe always pays you back for the good you put out into the world. So go ahead and get your miracle. Until next time, keep shining, keep showing up and stay open. Stay open.